0: The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams from the service already in progress. To me, all that I've received, that Jesus, he died according to the scriptures. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day according to scripture. What are you saying, Paul? Jesus died. He was buried. But he rose again. And it's through the power of the resurrection that God has given us the victory. Let me say it again. God has given us the victory. No matter how you feel even if you discourage, even if you've been a little down on yourself, God has given you the victory. But still, we sometimes get weary. We get weary, worn, and tired, fighting the good fight of faith. And oftentimes, we're fighting the same fight. Fighting the same fight. Whether we're dealing with a problem in our marriage, Or in our family, we're fighting the same fight. Whether we're dealing with a problem in some other relationship. We're fighting the good fight of faith. We're fighting the good fight. When it deals with our work or lack of work. When it deals with our business or slowdown in our business. We're fighting the good fight of faith. We're fighting the good fight of faith. Oftentimes when it deals with church, it's a fight of faith for us not to have met as a church, not to have assembled ourselves as a church since the second Sunday in March of this year. Thank God that this year is coming to an end. It's a fight of faith sometimes for your own ministry. We know that God has given many of us ministries, but it's a fight of faith when I can't lay hands on the sick. When I can't be obedient to the commands of Jesus Christ because of a pandemic. That's a fight of faith. It's a fight of faith oftentimes for our finances. Or we're struggling with our health. These are all fights of faith. But we get tired of fighting these fights sometimes. And of course, don't forget about COVID 19. We're all tired of COVID 19. COVID-19 has brought us much fatigue and we're just tired of it. We're tired of turning on the television and seeing all the, the number of infections that's growing exponentially, tired of all the hospitalization, tired of all the deaths, tired of all the bad news about a lack of hospital capacity. We're just tired of COVID-19. We're tired of fighting this good fight of faith. So what is God saying? What is God saying? I believe God is saying in the face of these difficulties, in the face of these overwhelming circumstances, I believe God is saying, don't give up. Don't give up. Continue the fight. For your work of faith and labor is not in vain. What is God saying? Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on that marriage, that problem in your family. Don't give up. Don't give up on your job or trying to find a job. Don't give up on your business. Don't give up. Continue to fight to the fight of faith. Concerning your ministry, continue to fight the fight of faith concerning your finances and your health. Whatever you do, beloved, God is saying, don't give up. Continue to fight for your work of faith and labor is not in vain. You know, oftentimes we give up because we don't see any results, we give up because sometimes we feel defeated. And we feel that way because we don't understand the difference between success and victory. And since we feel like we're not having any success, we give up. And we forget about the fact we already have the victory. There is a difference between success and victory. Victory is not the same as success. Success is not the same as victory. Success is a favorable, it's achieving a favorable or desirable outcome. For example, if you've graduated from school, then you have success because you obtain a favorable and a desirable outcome in your graduation. If you found that dream job, then you have success. But on the other hand, victory is not success. Victory is when you overcome an enemy. That's what victory is. Victory is the overcoming of an enemy. And Jesus overcame that enemy for us on the cross. And this is what Paul said to the Corinthians. Corinthians. For I'm delivering to you, first of all, that which I receive. All of that which I receive. That Jesus died according to the scriptures. He was buried. And he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And thank God for the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Every one of us have overcome an enemy. We overcame that enemy through Jesus Christ. So even when you feel like you don't have success, even when you feel like you're not reaching your goals in life, you're not experiencing a favorable outcome, you're not experiencing something that's desirable, you still have the victory. Thank God you still have the victory because what Jesus did on the cross, he gave us the victory. So let me say it this way. Every believer is not successful, but every believer have the victory. Every believer has the victory. So even when I'm not successful, I still have the victory. So Apostle Paul says to the, the Corinthians, he says, therefore, my brother, be steadfast. Be steadfast, don't don't just give up. Don't just quit. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing this, therefore, my brethren, that your work in the Lord is not in vain. What we've gone through this year in 2020 was not in vain. All the sacrifices we've made is not in vain. So, we need to continue to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. What does it mean to be steadfast? When Paul said to the Corinthians, Be steadfast, that's a problem that many of us have. We begin, but we don't finish. We start sometimes and then we quit. But Paul says, be steadfast. And this word steadfast means continue. Continue to be seated and settled. Don't give up that seat that God has given you. Don't give up being settled in the things of God. Ephesians chapter two, verse six. Well, beginning at verse five, at the end of verse five, Paul tells the Ephesians, he says, and by grace you have been saved. I need you to hear this. And by grace you have been saved. And have been raised up together with him. And been made to be seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We have been made to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We know that Jesus is in heavenly places at the right hand of God. Now, we don't share the right hand of God with Jesus. That's a position unique to him. But what we share is being in that heavenly realm with him. We have been raised up with him. We have been seated with him, made to sit. By grace, we've been made to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So what is Paul saying? God has given us an identification. Every one of us have an identification. We, not, we need to stop identifying with failure and shortcoming. Stop identifying with frustration. Stop identifying with discouragement. And identify with the fact that Jesus died. He was buried and he rose again the third day. This ought to be our Identification. The resurrection spells victory. So, everything you do and everything you've done this year is not in vain. So, be steadfast. Continue to be seated. Don't let nobody take your seat, don't let nobody cause you to be unsettled. I remember growing up as a young boy, I had four brothers and sisters. I, I'm sorry, I had brought four brothers, three sisters, so nine of us, nine siblings. And there wasn't enough room on the couch for all of us to sit on the couch when we we're watching television. Somebody had to sit on the floor. But if I got up to use the bathroom when I, and come back, somebody done took my seat on the couch And one of my brothers and sisters would say, when you move, you lose. What is God saying? When you move, you lose. Don't move from being seated in Christ. Don't move from being settled in him. Paul says, be steadfast. For your work is not in vain. All your praying is not in vain. You're giving, you're living, not in vain. Your fasting, your prayer, your devotions, reading the word, none of it is in vain. None of it is in vain. Be steadfast. Be steadfast because in due season, things are going to change, beloved. Everything is subject to change. But in due season, you will reap if you faint not. Isn't that what Paul told the Galatians? Galatians 6, verse 9. And let us not be wearied in well doing, for in due season we shall reap. We shall reap if we faint not. What is Paul saying? Just like the farmer in the natural. A farmer will prepare his field, and then he will begin to sow seed. Then he will cultivate the seed, water the seed, and he knows, not necessarily tomorrow, it's not going to happen overnight, but he knows a season will come for harvest. And the seed he's planted, he shall surely harvest. I'm telling you, if you continue to prepare your field, if you continue to be faithful and sow your seed, water your seed, And just know that your season is coming. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For we shall reap in due season if we faint. Not every one of us have a season due to us. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up because you don't see results. You still have the victory. Every one of us have a season due to us. Seasons change as long as the earth remains. Genesis eight twenty two says, as long as the earth remain, there'll be seed time and harvest. There'll be cold and heat, summer and winter. Day and night shall not cease. And we need to know what season we're in. Are you in a season of seed time? Or are you in a season of harvest? Are you in a season of coldness? Or are you in a season of heat? Are you in a season of summertime? Or are you in a season of winter? Are you in a season of day? Or are you in a season of night? But as long as the earth remains, seasons will change and your season will come. So be steadfast. Then Paul says, Be unmovable, unmovable. What is he talking about being unmovable? Paul is saying don't let nothing alarm you. Don't let nothing deter you. To be unmovable is to be unalarmed. Undeterred. We got to get to a place in God where nothing surprises us. Huh? Sometimes we'll say, well, I was shocked to hear that. Well, get used to hearing shocking things because nothing will move us because we have the victory and that doesn't change huh we have the victory it's like psalms number one talks about the blessed man the blessed man is that man of victory the blessed man is the unmovable man psalms one says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And many times the ungodly counsel doesn't come from outside of us. It doesn't come from another person. It comes from within us. The ungodly counsel of saying, you need to give up. You need to quit. You're not seeing any results. Try something else. That's the ungodly counsel. But you are a blessed man. You are a victorious man. Verse 3 says, And he... Shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, bring forth fruit in a season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. God says, if you hold on, keep on doing the right thing, God says, You shall prosper. You shall have not only the victory, you'll have a good success. Glory to God. Glory to God. We must be unmovable a great illustration in the Word of God of what it really means to be unmovable is the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 20. In Acts chapter 20, the Apostle Paul is saying his goodbyes to the elders of the church at Ephesus. He's saying farewell to them. And in chapter 20, verse 22, he says to the elders, and see now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there. Except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city saying that chains and tribulations await me. Chains and afflictions, they await me. Now, can you imagine that? Can you imagine that you have the word of the Lord? You have the word of the Lord that you're going to be bound. And other people come along, and prophesy that same word to give you the confirmation. So everywhere you would go, the Holy Ghost would testify, saying, "If you go to Jerusalem," but yet you believe God is calling you to go to Jerusalem. But if you do that thing that God is calling you to do, if you go that place that God is causing that, that that's calling, calling you to go, if you do that, you're going to be bound with change and faith deep affliction and tribulation. What was Paul's attitude? Well, Paul was steadfast. He was unmovable. In verse 24, he says, but none of these things move me. Did you hear me, beloved? He said, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. We must get to the place that nothing moves us but God and his word, because we're going to be steadfast, unmovable. Glory to God. And when you're steadfast and unmovable, you always, always abounding in the work of the Lord because you're unalarmed You've heard some bad news, but what did God say? You're not going to be deterred because of what what God said. I'm not going to let nothing unseat me, unsettle me. I'm not going to let nothing unroot me. In fact, I'm going to be rooted and built up in him, established in the faith and abounding with thanksgiving. Colossians chapter 2 verse 7. So what does it mean to be always abounding? In the work of the Lord. Now, some folk, they abound in the work of the Lord sporadically, here and there. But what does it mean to always, always abound in the work of the Lord? Always abound in the work of the Lord. It means always be diligently engaged in doing the will of God. Be diligently engaged, not half heartedly. You're not allowing discouragement to turn you around. When Paul told the Galatians, be not weary in well-doing, for ye shall reap and do season if you faint not. To be weary is to get discouraged. To be weary is to lose heart. And to faint is to quit and give up. But God wants us to be always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always. Being diligently engaged in doing the will of God, giving Him the glory. And when we do that, we advance the kingdom of God. We have no excuse because nothing that we've done is in vain. It's not in vain. It's not in vain. So never cease your work of faith, your labor of love. Never give up on your patience. Of hope. Never give up on your patience of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. In the sight of God and our Father. That's what Paul told the, Thess- the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. huh? So you never give up. Because nothing you do is in vain. Don't get discouraged because you don't see the fruit yet. You don't see the results. Keep on keeping on. And in closing, let me say this. Because of the resurrection, glory to God, we have the victory. Let me say it again. Because of the resurrection, we have the victory. So nothing we do is in vain. Oh, death, where's your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? You don't have any victory over me. I have the victory. Huh? So never stop doing good because you don't see immediate results. Don't stop doing good. Don't get discouraged. Just keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Like the old folk would say, keep on keeping on. Therefore, my brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing this, that your work in the Lord is not in vain. So keep on living for God. Keep on giving to God. Keep on praying. Keep on standing on the word. Keep trusting him. Keep on doing the right thing to others and for others, even when they don't do the right thing to you and for you. You keep on doing the right thing. Never get discouraged never give up never give out you may bend but you'll never break because what you do for the lord it is not in vain let us pray father thank you for the year 2020 a trying year a challenging year a difficult year but we are not discouraged We are not alarmed because of this pandemic. We are not deterred to continue to do your will. And God, even when we don't see the results that we expect, the results we believe for, we will encourage ourselves in the Lord. But we'll never give up. We'll be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as we know deep in our hearts that our work in the Lord is never in vain because of the power of the resurrection Lord help us to work just as hard in the year 2021 as we have in the year 2020 and we thank you Father God that we will not be wearied in doing well for we believe the promise that in due season we shall reap we shall reap if we faint not all that we sowed in 2020 and didn't see the harvest we shall see that harvest if we faint not help us Father God to realize and to identify that we're not just here in a world full of woes But we're living in heavenly places in christ jesus we have been saved by grace and you have raised us up together with jesus christ in his resurrection and you have made us sit in heavenly places and in heavenly places there's only victory for the people of god so everything we've done it is not in vain so father i want to keep living I want to keep loving. I want to keep giving. I want to keep speaking your word. I want to continue to stand. And having done all to do. I'm going to stand. Because my living. Is not in vain. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Happy new year to every one of you. And my prayer for you. Is that you will experience God's love and his happiness. That you will experience safety and prosperity. And you will know the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So again, Happy New Year. And we're believing God together. That 2021 brings us a better harvest than 2020 our harvest is so now it is so now if we'll continue to be steadfast unmovable committed to always abound in the work of the lord knowing that our work in the lord is not in vain so be encouraged be blessed remember to love god with all your heart love your neighbor as you love yourself Faith works by love. Walk in love and have faith in God. Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net, 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.